0: What do the smartest, fastest, and the funniest people in the world know about succeeding in life that we all can incorporate into our own lives? Join me as I provide a behind the wind source for inspiration, direction, and a little bit of entertainment. This is the Von Sel Show, and I'm so excited to welcome you here. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platforms. On today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about five things, five things, five things, five golden things. That's for you, Mariah. Okay, thing one. Yesterday James York posted about Greta Thunberg or Thunberg if you're if you have a little Danish in you. He- posted about Greta Thunberg and the mural that's being painted of her in San Francisco he said what did he say? I want to get it right this is weird isn't it? and I looked and I was like (gasps) oh I love Greta, but why did they do that to her? So, my reply was The idea of painting Greta Thunberg isn't weird because she attracts youth to climate activism. However, the painting is weird. The guy had the halo effect because he painted Robin Williams. Somebody better seek a refund. Oh, wait. You volunteer to services, don't. Some things you just can't do. And so James is like, I hate to say it, but it looks like a 40s propaganda piece from another country. And I thought about it and I said, oh my God. I went and I looked it up and I said, oh, he's right. And so I replied, you are so right. Thank you. Total pre-World War II propaganda vibes. Oh no! That's from Mr. Bill fans. special shout out to Steve Case. Yes, Steve Case, founder of America Online. He posted something about time as it relates to, what did he say? Gosh, he retweeted. I never knew he retweeted like this. That's probably why I don't get his tweets. Jesus, he retweets everybody. Anyway, he sent out a tweet yesterday related to. I don't even know how old it was. Was it yesterday or was it Saturday? It's on, on my eyes are burning, I'm mm-hmm. i i dehydrated, I I i i not not to to it. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let's try something else. I know we in that yesterday. Wasn't it yesterday? Come on. Come on. Steve Case, where's your face? 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 Steve Case, Case, where? There he is. Hi, Steve Case. There we are. Ah. Sent out a, a post about constraints and freedom, and um, I was like, Let me check it out. So I clicked on it, and it's about Parkinson's Law how constraints can create freedom. And so, I read through it in my skimosity reading fashion. That's what happens when your eyes and brain move faster than your mouth. That's why I'm behind on my podcasting. Uh, because my mouth goes too slow. My hands and brain go, are on their own planet. So... Using Parkinson's Law to Fuel Your Productivity and Creativity which is by Nest Labs and she talks about the three ways to achieve more and to unleash creativity. And so she talks about time blocking, you know about that. Then she this is okay. This is the one that is the reason I am here right now. Stop working at a specific time. And she goes, In deep work, Cal Newport explains how he earned his PhD from MIT by forcing himself to finish his workday at five o'clock. <laughs> right. Of course, we always feel like there's more to be done, but This will force you to tackle the most important things before the end of your workday. Now, this is interesting to me because I don't know what 5 p.m. is. Um, I know that it's on a clock, but I don't know what that means. So I decided to modify it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give myself an hour to do this podcast and in sheer fashion. And when you start and you just get into the rhythm of it, I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll just do it. So I said, okay, Steve Case, my angel, I'm going to see what happens if I play with this Parkinson's Law. So, it says, the main problem is that it's simply not true. The second problem is that it can be interpreted as encouragement for procrastination. Now, instead, keep on applying some common sense principles. Set reasonable deadlines. Create enough constraint to unlock your creativity, but be realistic. There is no point trying to work on something that should take a couple of days in a couple of hours. Try to be more productive. It will not magically turn you into superhuman. Commit. Make sure you take the deadlines seriously. Hmm. Deadlines. Okay. Hmm. review and iterate. It'll take you a bit of trial and error to figure out how much time you can save by using Parkinson's law. Okay. And Lori LeCunz, ex-Googler. I do appreciate your post, and I subscribed to her newsletter. I think she's a cool girl. Uh I should say cool woman. Uh So, thank you, Safe Case, for being my number two thing today. Thing number three, Thing number three. Thing number three, number three, number three, number three. Ooh, sorry dad. Um anyway. Number three today is about Africa and Artificial Intelligence. So how did this start? This started from my public commitment to Africa via the United Nations hashtag Generation Equality. I committed to being alert about the growth in Africa as relates to any and all things climate, technology, just general continental rising. So, someone I discovered a young man his name is Sir Eunice Ibrahim young man in Nigeria who in his bio was so interesting he says That he's the future Secretary General of the United Nations. Now when someone makes that bold of a claim, you know you have to root for them because I love chutzpah in anyone, especially young people. So anyway, one of the things that happened over the weekend, which is really interesting was that Jack as in Jack Dorsey, at Jack Twitter Jack um, was in Nigeria, and I said oh my god, that would be such a great opportunity if if Yunus could um, meet Jack now I suggested that Jack and caves who is the um, head of product at Twitter that you know meet with him I don't know if it's going to happen I you know it was an impromptu thing but still it's just the idea of what happens when you make a public commitment all of a sudden the universe starts sending people and just opening your eyes to realm of possibility like today um what's her name what's her name what's her name what's her name Uh, a retweet by Alexandre Lemille that's my best French please forgive me or Alex Lemille for you English speakers, um, retweeted Mimi Kalinda, who is in Johannesburg, South Africa. Anyway, she was upset because the second year in a row... More than a dozen AI researchers from African countries have been denied visas to a major AI conference in Canada. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so horrible. And so, what I did was, I sent. A message to Jack of Twitter, Setia Nadella of Microsoft, Jeff Bezos of Amazon, and Sundar P. Shai of Google, followed by Justin Trudeau. Minister of Canada appealing to them to help get them in. I mean, this is really sad because one thing I've learned and noticed over the course of almost 10 years on Twitter and just social media in general is The faces at the table are so homogeneous that it's kind of like, that's not really the reality of the world, is to have the same faces, especially for artificial intelligence at the table who don't allow diversity and inclusion um, as part of the development of products whether the products are um, facial recognition Um, I noticed one today about Higher View, which is a recruiting tool that is excluding workers over 50 in their candidacy for employment. Machine learning is literally not a game as it relates to the livelihood of some of the most worthy people in the world. Who deserve to be included? Uh, If your skin is the shade of caramel or a chocolate bar, you deserve to be included in the development of products so it is really unfortunate that the world is not prepared for the reality of the citizens that populate it in technology and I think it's, as Katherine uh, Heller, a professor of Deep University and the Events Diversity and Inclusion Co-Chair says, it is imperative that all voices be heard at NUR-IPS to enable the future success of the field of AI. And she is so right, Professor Heller. God bless you for that. Because we already live in a police state of sorts. The very last thing we need is for technology to match the racism, yes, the R word had to go there, of who is telling us what to do or who's supposed to be protecting us. So I love that people like Jeff Dean know how necessary it is to include all voices in the conversation of AI, the development of AI, etc. Because... Yes, because Google is... Literally the search engine of the world. And so, if you have Jeff Dean championing AI inclusion and diversity, I think we're going to be all right. So, that is thing number three. Number four, thing four, just as I was settling on number four, I had a flashback about a podcast that I listen to once a week with Sam Sanders. It's an NPR podcast called It's Been a Minute. the podcast Sam talked about Jeff Goldblum it was so funny because I've always had this like Jeff Goldblum fetish it's so bizarre and just <laughs> some people but anyway it was so funny because I was like oh my gosh I'm not alone and it was so funny I forgot what, was, what happened oh someone asked about who, what actor could star in a movie, you know it doesn't matter what the movie is, whatever and so I suggested Stanley Tucci who i met walking down the street in New York I was coming from The Lower East Side, or was it in the twenties? I don't even know where I was coming from. But any anyhow, I ran into him, and we stopped and talked. And he was like, "It's a New York thing." And he was like the coolest person. And it was just one of those things. And so I, Stanley Tucci, who could really be in anything as far as I'm concerned, he's just always been this cool person, Jeff Goldblum, he just has this, um, this, this vibe about him, um, it's a Jewish thing, you'll learn about that another time, but in any case, so, and I was thinking about who an actor could be in anything and, and, you know, I would like, who cares what the movie is? Yeah, put Jeff Goldblum in it. And that was so funny and Sam thought it was funny too and anyway a few days later Jeff Goldblum had the nerve to defend Woody Allen. Now, a little bit of background about the whole situation with Woody Allen. It's really creepy because he's been accused of molesting his daughter and he married the adopted daughter of his partner, Mia Farrell. And on so many levels of disgustitude... It's just like, it's, it's so cringe worthy that it's like my fingers, literally, if you could see my fingers right now, it's almost like I have like hundred year old hands. It's just like, just the whole body just curls from, from it. In any case, to the point. I was so upset about it, and I'm like, oh, I just like, oh my God, Jeff Goldblum could literally go and bleep himself, you know, I want to keep this, I don't want to have the E on my, on this episode, but in any case, that ended up, it was so upsetting, because I'm like, oh my God, Jeff Goldblum is pedo-adjacent. And if you watch British comedies, dramas, whatever, specifically British comedies, pedophiles are pedos. So I'm like, oh my gosh, Jeff Goldblum is pedo-adjacent. And it just crushed me. However, I survive. So, anyway... That's my thing for. Thing. Was that five flaps? <laughs> thing 5. Okay. Thing 5 is growth mindset Carol Dweck who is a professor at Stanford University who I love talks about a growth mindset which is fluid intelligence because we are not static human beings we are constantly growing and, you know, when I think about this, I just, I have to confess, I miss Charlie Rose with Professor Eric Cantor talking about the brain and the roundtables of all the professors. I miss that. I miss just, just hearing about brain plasticity and all the wonders of growth as it relates to who we are and who we can be, our potential. So... Imperfectly perfect. Imperfecting perfect. So future perfecting tense. I'm probably wrong, but that's okay. That's the point. Um, I'm growing and I want to take you with me. That's thing five. excited that I finished this podcast and I'm really hoping that you enjoyed it thanks to the podcast angel, Steve Case who inspired me to challenge myself and I lived up to it. It's like Beyond intrinsically rewarding to just walk the plank and know that a net is there even though you don't see it. That's really what this podcast felt like. I didn't have a script. I just had some points that I need to make, five things. I have more than five things, but five things is enough. I had no idea how long I would speak. I just thought about five things that stood out to me today the most. And it's so interesting how when you dive into the deep end of your potential, you discover so many things, so many strengths that you didn't know you had. And then there are other strengths that become this episode. I want to leave you with my favorite quote. I didn't succeed because of intelligence succeeded because I have a long attention span. Charlie Munger, love you. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by Volte Studios.